Welcome to the Food is Life podcast with me, Jambo, and me, Steph. So, Steph, this week we've got a really good one, actually. Oh, this I'm actually really excited to talk about this one. It's breakfast, it's um, meal timings, it's fasting, it's all, all those th- things that people talk about. And I cannot wait to hear your, your thoughts on this. Yes. Can I just say... Before we get going, mm-hmm. as much as I am really ready and roosting to go for this one, anyone that listens to the podcast, anyone that shares the podcast around, anyone that leaves us for review, talks to your friends about us, we really, really, really appreciate you. I just want to highlight that. Thank you for. I, I appreciate them more. Do you reckon? Don't I don't you? know. Yeah. I mean, you've got a bigger beard than me, so I'm not going to argue with you yeah exactly no we do really appreciate it and i just want to say thank you if you haven't yet shared us around then please do as it does mean the absolute world to us and then we it at does. least know we're not just talking to ourselves sometimes it does feel like we're just talking to ourselves doesn't it? <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm all about that anyway though to be fair it's the only time i actually catch up with you just through <laughs> the podcast and then we just have a podcast we put out for people to listen to we talk about nutrition. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, sorry, breakfast, etc. I'm ready. Yeah, so I guess this is actually quite a controversial one. No, it's not controversial. It's just I think it's very out there in the public mind, I guess, of um, things like, you know, you need to eat breakfast, you f- fasting. Um, I hear a lot as well, like, eating 10 little meals a day is better than having one giant one because of metabolism. Um, so let's put the world to right here. Step, let's first talk about breakfast. Oh, yes. Where is it the most important from? meal of the day? Like the answer with everything when it comes to nutrition and weight loss, it bloody depends. And Ooh. yeah, I know, I know. I feel like my blood is boiling already, but this is a good one. So a good example, and I feel like I say this with every example, I say one of my current lean beans is literally because all of these themes, they happen all the time. Like mm-hmm. new people that I constantly work with, they all have the same issues or thoughts around dieting and what they should be doing and what they shouldn't be doing. And so this particular lean bean, we started the course eight weeks ago now. So we're coming to the end of the course. So she started calorie counting like we suggested, mm-hmm. like we'd set it all up. So she has a certain amount of calories to work towards in the day. And then I said something to her, I can't remember what it was. That was eight weeks ago now. It's quite a long time. And she said, oh, I've been eating breakfast, but I, re- I haven't been eating breakfast before, but I've been eating it. So I don't have as many calories over the rest of the day. And I was like, why are you eating breakfast if you don't usually eat breakfast? She's like, oh, it's just, you know, dieting, just getting back into the routine of what I should be doing. I was like, sorry what should you be doing? (laughs) And I was like, you know, the classic, if you don't want to eat breakfast, if you don't like breakfast, if breakfast makes you feel a little bit gooey, if you prefer to not eat breakfast and save your calories for later in the day, if you don't have time for breakfast in the morning, for whatever reason, don't eat breakfast. And she was like, oh, I haven't been eating breakfast for years. So only when I'm dieting, do I eat breakfast? I'm like, okay, so this is probably where the yo-yo dieting for you lies (laughs) um yeah it's it's fun it's funny that like where is this cut like it's like obviously we all inherit these like wives tales that that come on it's strange isn't it like i remember growing up and being told 
like you breakfast is the most important meal of the day me too then you ask why and then you hear things like it spikes your metabolism so that you burn more calories over the day you Mm -hmm. hear things like it gives you more energy it breaks your fast there's loads of things right so even if we just take the metabolism one for example so we'd look at debbie and sandra debbie is eating 15 her calorie targets 1500 calories a day sandra's calorie target is also 1500 calories a day debbie doesn't like eating breakfast so she skips her breakfast and eats all her calories later in the day sandra loves breakfast so she eats breakfast and then the rest of her calories when she wants their metabolisms, regardless of when they're going to be eating are going to be stimulated the same because they're mm-hmm. eating the same amount of calories you'd obviously like individual variables and all that but if you eat the same total amount of calories over the day, your metabolism is literally stimulated exactly the same. It makes no difference. Like, I hate that one. Mm-hmm. It's it's a frustration because you hear it a lot by people. I, I don't know, it's like people that think they know science or the facts or what, but it's just been passed down. It's just wives' tales. Um, yeah, even when I was... I remember when I was doing my GCSEs, my mum was like, oh, make sure you eat porridge in the morning before you go because mm. that's going to give you the most energy. So at the time, I'm like, yeah, of course, mum. Thank you. Thanks for your great advice. <laughs> and it's like, wow. So wise. Yeah, porridge might not have been right for me, but, you know, because mum said yeah. it and she's heard it from probably her mum and her mum before that. That's what we do. We just assume it's right. It's funny. Uh, Didn't help with my GCSEs, but carry on. Well, you know, you got to... <laughs> Facebook podcasting. So, Imagine I didn't uh, have porridge. Maybe they'd be even worse. Yeah, well, I mean, you might <laughs> no, not be geez. here today. <laughs> to be fair, they were very average. They weren't bad. No, GCSEs mean nothing these <sighs> days. Um, I didn't get any. Um, <laughs> nah, that's a lie. So, a story time, yes. which kind of rolls into the next one as well. So, when uh, I, I don't like to eat a lot of food around like exercising or after exercising either um so like on a weekend i used to get up and i used to go training and then i'd like have sport training and i'd finish up about say midday um and then after i'd eat all my calories for that day in one meal and that's just how i done it and the amount of grief that i used to get from people like you can't do like you need to eat breakfast it's really unhealthy you can't have one meal in a day like like the nonsense that like you'd hear like from people that like for example you should eat more less and more often you because that's how it spikes your metabolism you need to have breakfast it's the most important meal of the day and it's so frustrating it absolutely infuriates me because i look not weight loss weight maintenance it's all a numbers game if you're someone Mm. that enjoys a bigger meal in the evening because that's when you sit down with your family and enjoy some quality time together if that means having a smaller breakfast or even not having breakfast at all because it doesn't really bother you anyway what the hell is wrong with that you know Mm. it's what's the um saying eat breakfast like a king King. lunch Lunch. like a prince and Dinner, dinner like, like a, a pauper. pauper yeah yeah like we're wise 
Yeah, I know that's quite good, isn't it? I mean, it took us like three minutes to. <laughs> yeah, it's people are gonna think that we edited that in. We googled it. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, old wives' tales is actually the perfect way to yeah. do it, isn't it? That's that's not keeping up with modern times. You've got a. Uh... You learn everything from your parents, and I, I guess the nutrition like world and research is very new. Even like I think when I first started working in the gym it was in its infancy like what was in general public knowledge um and like i learned everything from my parents say but my parents weren't any wiser than you know the person who works behind the checkout uh say audi like they didn't have the knowledge that like they wouldn't know anything extra so they would teach me stuff and i'd be like oh yeah and no, you're right mm. and like for example like sugar's the devil like those are like the things that instead of like appreciating and understanding those things obviously you don't be going around eating just sugar but you know that kind of thing and then saying like things like oh, breakfast is important you have to have lots of meals in a day and you just learn from i guess people that don't no offense really know yeah but i mean i've even had this week one of my legends she went to the doctor about things and they were talking about her weight and the doctor this is a gp has advised her and she sent me the link that the doctor sent her to do low carb go on a low carb diet and i'm like this is coming from a professional like if i go to the doctor i trust absolutely everything they say obviously not about nutrition mm. but everything they say i'm like well you're really smart you know exactly what you're talking about it's not about like no how much you know or how many GCSEs you got or didn't get. If the science is the science. And if you haven't yeah. read the bloody science, don't advise on it. You know? Yeah, it's it's uh it's difficult, uh, especially with doctors, I guess, as well, because they can't the problem with doctors, they need to know so much stuff that they, they can't be a master of all trades. Mm. Um so yeah, sometimes it's better to go to a specialist with things for example yeah nutrition because yeah, unfortunately yeah unfortunately yeah i'm gonna defend doctors slightly here but <laughs> they obviously like and i like and it's the same with anything if you, you have different things where you're um you know have loads of different prongs to your knowledge uh, you can't be a master in everything same with fitness or nutrition or whatever there's all different prongs so yeah, I mean, we could definitely go down a rabbit hole here, but that is not what we're here to talk about today. Mm, no, no we're, we're here to talk about <laughs> breakfast, meals. Let's talk about fasting, actually, because this one really winds me up because I see it all the time on Instagram. Like people that consider themselves working in the health and fitness industry who advise people to go to them for meal plans etc and then they sprout stuff about fasting and all sorts now please talk to us about fasting so fasting is a glorified phrase of skipping a meal or skipping a couple of meals there's no magic behind fasting yes you can argue there might be some health benefits of regulating or increasing insulin sensitivity and regulating hormones and stuff but if we're talking skipping a meal or skipping a couple of meals that's literally all it is yeah you might be saving some calories and you might be doing 
a service to yourself in terms of a calorie deficit and stuff. But in terms of just because you skip a meal doesn't automatically mean you're healthier than Debbie down the road. And you're also not necessarily going to lose more weight either. Mm. It's, it still comes down to a consistent calorie deficit. And like we're talking about with the science, like there's clear science to say, if you're intermittent fasting and you're like skipping breakfast and you're going a few more hours without food, it's not going to have a detrimental positive impact on your no. health you know thing is as well i think uh i think the fasting is 16 hours eight so you fast for 16 hours and you feast for eight hours that's intermittent yeah 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 so like for example like stuff like that um i've seen obviously online people saying like oh this is really like beneficial to like speeding up your metabolism <sighs> but i think generally people probably eat their meals between say like a six um sorry six say like 8 a.m and i don't know 6 p.m wouldn't that's not an unmanageable stretch but that's still just a 10 hour window yeah like it's not like it's a it's it's frustrating i mean what i would say is we've been pounding on the negatives of fasting and stuff but if we look at it from a positive positive point of view and it's not that i don't have any of my lean beans fasting because some of them do mm -hmm. right because it fits into their lifestyle better like we're talking about with breakfast if you don't like it or whatever and you want to skip it and you want to save the calories for later do so is shortening the eating window can be a beneficial thing for some people but even if shortening the window doesn't have to be the 16 8 as you suggest jambo of most people like skip breakfast, eat at noon, and then go till 8pm, for example, mm -hmm. even if you just set the rules around eating between the hours of like you say, eight and six, what that will then stop for a lot of people is the evening snacking. So you're saving yeah. two, three, four, five, 600 calories by not evening snacking. So, you know, we're humans, we like rules, we like having things to focus on. So it's not that fasting is bad, but it's also okay. not amazing but it's, i think it's not as glorified as people make out to be i think that's the point it's just another way of just having an a, a, an eating habit almost so like like i said at weekends technically i, I used to fast and then fast but it was just because mm -hmm. it's literally what worked for me i didn't want to eat before i'd done any sport and exercise and then when i'd come back i'd be starving hungry so i'd have one giant meal and then i'd be sorted for the day if I did get a bit peckish in the evening, I would have a couple more calories, but I wasn't having like a main meal or anything. So I just wasn't hungry. Just it was convenient. It worked into my lifestyle. So obviously those are the benefits of stuff like fasting, but it's not the magic pill that gets banded around so much. Yeah. And that needs to leave, but also understanding that, I mean, some I've seen it before on Instagram People will say, oh, yeah, but take us back to the ancestral times and we didn't eat as humans all day, every day, mm. like we do now in society, which you could argue, yeah, probably true. But, you know, maybe we were grazing on some grass or some berries, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like even if we were eating animals, for example, yeah, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be feasting all the time on high calories. But there's nothing to say that we weren't still grazing like a lot of us graze yeah. now. Also. I think what people need to remember with that argument, 
this is not because of it, but life expense expectancy was a lot shorter then as well for many factors. Mm. Potentially, people were eaten by, I don't know, a lion, pre- by by a lion, by predators, <laughs> because they were hadn't eaten for, I don't know, <laughs> three days, and they were so weak that they could yeah. run away. So like, <laughs> like it's it's a bit frustrating that people that use that argument because life expectancy was a lot. Uh, lower then the reason our life expectancy is so high now is because we've evolved through that because so our like gps say, give us such good nutrition advice now yeah that you know you get on that low carb diet and <laughs> bob's your uncle yeah it is isn't so, it is. <laughs> so yeah i think like when people say like for example like our ancestors you know they used to famine and then feast yeah they did but also, you know, the life expectancy was a lot shorter. We've evolved. We, you know, get away from listening to people on Instagram thinking that's a really good solid argument when you just think about it logically as well. You know, okay, life expectancy was shorter then because of a number of reasons, but adding to that factor is probably because people were starving to death or people got preyed on because they were weak. So, yeah. Maybe humans ate other humans. Eventually, absolutely. Yeah, absolute savages back then. Yeah, you mentioning the common sense approach here is definitely something we should highlight, because who says we should eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Who says we have to eat breakfast at eight a.m., lunch at twelve noon, and dinner at six p.m.? Some people literally just eat for the sake of eating because it's that time. Like we are socially designed, or we've been socially bread into mm-hmm. this is breakfast lunch and dinner three meals a day that's what you need to survive and that's the gonna be the best thing for you i mean says who you know yeah you i think like people like listen to this or just in general you know your body better than anyone like you can't get away from the fact that you need to be in a calorie deficit or maintenance in life also a plus depending on your goals I don't know why I (laughs) neglected that but the fact is you understand your body more and if you wanted to lose to lose weight you can be in a calorie deficit but whatever works best for you another fantastic point here is the 5-2 diet as we're talking about fasting yes so for those that don't know what the 5-2 diet is it's five days of regular eating and then two days of low calorie days So let's say you're eating, I don't know, 500 or 800 calories on the two days Mm. a week. Then you've got the five days where you kind of let loose is the wrong term, but you eat more. Higher calories. Yeah. And I think actually this gets a lot of stick because Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of goodness in this too. And I've had clients do it and try it and be successful on it short term, I would like to add before, because for example... As Jumbo's mentioned, a consistent calorie deficit is required to lose weight. So if you know you've got a weekend coming up that are going to be higher calorie days, they're going to be higher than even your maintenance calories, for whatever reason that is, having a couple of low days in the week is not necessarily the worst thing. If your main goal is to lose weight, making your average week average out as a calorie deficit, just a moderate one, that works. And some mm. people, some people, and this is research backed, 
if they have really low calorie days every now and then, I'm not saying every day of your whole calorie deficit, but every now and then, your appetite actually decreases. Now, the caveat to that or the argument back to that is, oh, yeah, but I'm going to eat more on the preceding days. Yes, you will, but actually you average out still at, maintenance, uh, still at your calorie. Yeah, yeah. And then, yes, you could argue, is this kind of like binge restrict cycle that I like to talk about on Instagram? If it's structured and it's planned and it's organized and you're doing it with a professional or you have got it down to a T, I don't think so. If you're doing mm. it in an uncontrolled manner, potentially, yes. But at the end of the day, if you're struggling to lose weight by sticking to the same calories every day, change something up. This is a good way that you could experiment and try and change something up. Yeah, I think very important to obviously you say like a controlled environment, like, yeah, like every, everything can almost be like a, a negative if it's not in a controlled environment. Fasting, for example, could seem like a negative to, to somebody not involved in the nutrition industry and then in fact i've had comments before from people very close to me for example if i was going to nando's um i barely any calories through the day because i knew i was going to nando's later i want to save all my calories for later in the day and done that and got a comment of well that's restricting that's right really unhealthy you have a really unhealthy mindset but in fact in a controlled environment that's it's quite I think it's quite a healthy understanding of it but so it's very yeah mm. the five two in a control environment I think is you know good can be useful but yeah binge yeah. and restriction also comes into play yeah I think um you automatically think oh 500 calories a day oh that's really unhealthy you've got a bad relationship with food and dieting not necessarily I obviously this is very personal dependent It's probably quite a touchy subject. So we have to be careful with how mm. we approach this, but I think in a controlled environment, you do what you do. Like I, I know people that have, I think we spoke about this quite in depth on the 800 calorie podcast, but people that are on 800 calories a day or 500 calories a day long-term. Yeah. I would argue unhealthy because Ah, we we've done that podcast we don't need to go back if you haven't listened to that podcast go and find it couldn't tell you what number it is uh but yeah controlled environment and making it work for you game changer mm. important okay so i feel like it was a really good um i felt like we could have gone into everything a bit longer actually but i think it's quite useful to talk about that and kind of i was going to say nip it in the bud but really sort of dampen the old wives tales about breakfast and fasting and those things can be useful but don't think that they're a magic cure that by eating breakfast all of a sudden your metabolism is going to go through the roof or by fasting or by having 10 meals a day you know they're great tools in itself but they're not the magic pill be careful with who you listen to but more importantly Listen to your own body. Experiment with these things. If you're not sure if breakfast is right for you or not, give it a few days. Change it around. Adapt things. Try breakfast. I, I mean, to be honest, I would say give it at least five, six days if you're gone from a breakfast eater to a non-breakfast eater or vice versa, because you've got to give your body time to get used to things. Like if you've gone mm -hmm. from 
eating breakfast every day for the last 10 years to suddenly not eating breakfast and you're like oh my god day one I'm starving hungry I'm not doing this anymore I clearly need to eat breakfast you you've got to give your body and your mind time to adapt so definitely experiment definitely if you want any help with this reach out to us because we do know a thing or two but yeah listen to your body be nice to it yeah it's an amazing tool Hmm. powerful beyond what we know or can ever understand that i do believe Mm, no true that yeah Yeah, no yeah (laughs) thought you're gonna start opening your third eye there so been really actually interesting stuff i might actually listen to this podcast again who knows um i don't do that by the way because i hate listening to my own voice guys so he listen. Never... he does just before he goes to sleep because then he makes he knows he's <laughs> going to fall asleep because he bores himself to death because he's like, oh god these two battering uh, on again. here we go i've listened to this one before this is boring let's try and get past <laughs> the eight minute mark um been amazing love hearing your passion steph where can we find you talk to me you can find me in a lot of places, mainly on social media, Facebook and or Instagram at foodislife.nutrition or my website is www.foodislifenutrition.com. That's where you can find all the stuff about the Lean Bean course, the Lean Bean Legend coaching, blogs, testimonials, everything. Everything is on there. So It's just definitely... in your face as well. Mm, yeah, that's to be fair, mm. probably the most important thing out of this whole thing yeah no harsh well yeah Where? that's why it's a that's why it's a podcast and it's not some sort of live video hashtag face for radio hashtag face for radio yeah yeah exactly. so all these links are in the show notes so you literally just have to look down on whatever podcast app you're listening to on and you can just click there that might make it a lot easier jambo where can we find you you can find me on instagram strictly only at jambo dot the dot great beautiful cool well thanks for tuning in guys and we'll see you next time bye 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 bye